Hey friends, Cody here. It's been a while since I've recorded an episode, but I wanted to come on here and just share a few things that have been going on recently uh, and a few things that have been percolating through my mind that I think may serve anyone listening to this podcast right now. And in NLP, me being a trainer of it, it's something that obviously I love, but often people ask me like, well, Cody, why do you love NLP so much? And I almost think that people assume I have a certain bias towards NLP because I teach it, um, when in fact, it's really... I teach it because I have a bias towards it because I see how powerful it is. And if anyone's ever heard of Wayne Dyer, amazing, amazing man. And what he talks a lot about is that our subconscious beliefs are often created from our feelings. And if we want to change the beliefs that we have, we must first change the feeling that we have towards something. And it's in the same way that let's say that I was going to do a public speaking event and I was a little bit scared of it. That was the feeling that I had was scared, uh, nervousness, anxiety. That is literally going to create the reality that I experience from it. And what we teach in NLP is that NLP really is the study of subjective reality, meaning that if you think about it from either an objective point of view or a subjective point of view, subjective is everything can be changed. Everything is different. There's no black and white. There's no fine line on what this is because everyone has their own different experience. And it's mind-blowing when you really learn that and What I'm about to say, I want you guys to maybe listen to it twice or allow yourself to take it in, not just from the, yeah, that makes sense on a logical standpoint, but really, really just take this in as maybe a truth if you want to. And that is that every single person in the world is living their own different world inside of their head. Doesn't matter if you're a twin, doesn't matter if you grew up in the same neighborhood, it doesn't matter if you're the same gender, you dress the same, you have the same interest. Every single person is still experiencing the world in their own different and unique way. And one of the presuppositions or the overlying beliefs that we have in NLP is that everyone is doing the best they can with the resources they have available. So my question to you listening to this, if you're able to walk out into the world, maybe it's even at the grocery store, maybe it's when you're talking to a client on the phone um, or dealing with maybe someone in your family, if you were to fully understand and embody that, that belief that everyone is doing the best they can with their current level of consciousness. And that's made up of a lot of things. We teach this in the communication model that our whole entire world, our internal reality, aka our IR, is created up of multiple things. I process the world differently than every single person listening to this based on things like this. My beliefs, my identities, my values, my memories, my decisions, my experiences, um, my culture, so let, let's kind of dive into that for a little bit here. My memories of, let's say, dogs are going to dictate my experience that I have of dogs now. I have this one friend, and he said that he remembers to this day he was a young kid walking home from school, and he was walking by this gate, and a dog started barking really loud. It was like a Rottweiler or something, and it literally jumped the gate and started chasing him, and he had to run down the street from this dog. And it's kind of funny to think about, but to this day... When he came over to my house, he had a little bit of a, of a fright of my dog. And it's just, you know, in my head, if I didn't know NLP or I didn't have this understanding of human behavior, it might be easy for me to say, oh, just relax, man. It's just a dog. Come on. But to really understand his model of the world is, I think, where the magic happens. If you're able to understand everyone's model of the world, again, their own internal reality, and I hope this is making sense because it's, it's kind of hard to talk about. It's a lot easier to see visually. Most people are visual learners, and it's easy to process when you can see things in pictures. 
our, our brain works very metaphorically. Uh, pictures, symbols, it allows our brains to help just realize and digest things, which is why we're so good at remembering logos and different things like that. So going back to it now, if you're able to just understand and identify that someone is experiencing their own model of the world inside their head, how can I enter that to try on their hat? Now, before I, I teach a lot about influence, my company is called Neuro Linguistic Influence. And before you must ever, before you can ever influence someone, you have to first understand them. Uh, have you ever had someone that's tried to influence you to do something, but you knew they didn't understand you, they didn't care about you, they didn't care about your best interest? Maybe it was a teacher, maybe it was uh, even a parent for some people or a boss. When someone fully understands you, and not just when they understand you, but when you feel understood, think about that if you're on the opposite end. It shouldn't just be a situation where you say, yeah, yeah, I understand that person. But do they feel understood by you? And when someone feels understood by you, they're going to be a lot more likely to follow your lead. And oftentimes, they'll follow you with anything that you do because they understand that you do have their best interests in mind. So, so now when I'm teaching people how to sell, the very first thing, it, it's funny, everyone wants like a closing technique or strategy. How do I overcome this objection? And it's like, well, first, why are the objections even there? It's most likely because that person doesn't fully understand what's going on, nor do they feel understood by you with the problems that they're experiencing in their business. So before I, I ever try to diagnose a solution, um, and I teach people how to sell, so it's very straightforward. It's not like I have to create some custom program or do something uh, that's way out of the ordinary, most times it's it's very similar things that people need help with. And when I help them with these problems, I need to first fully, fully, fully understand their business. I I'm assessing a few things here. So if you're a coach, if you're a um, really a business person of any capacity, this might serve you in a few different ways. One, your retention rate. Two, your refund rate. Three, the quality of service that you offer. And four, um, the quality of service that that person is going to be getting when they work with you. And what I look for is something called cause and effect. Now, what this really means is that these are two sides of the same coin. If someone's living at cause for everything that's happening in their life, they're living in the driver's seat. They are able to create change in it. Meaning if I say something like this, and I'll give you both examples, uh, both sides of this coin with a few different examples, I can say something like this. Let's imagine I want to go to the gym today and it's raining. I could say, man, you know, I'd love to go to the gym today, but it's raining. And that's me living at effect, aka in victim mode of the rain. I'm giving all my power away to the rain. I can't go to the gym today because it's raining versus, man, you know what? It's raining, but I'm still going to go to the gym today. I'm living at cause of what's happening. I'm creating my reality. We hear this a lot in relationships. Man, you know what? I just It's hard to find someone trustworthy. No one out there is trustworthy. You're giving all your power away, all your belief away to someone or something else. Anytime you're doing that, you're living at effect of what's going on. And I'm sure you've heard this in maybe some family, maybe some friends, where people are perpetually stuck in this mindset of being at effect and their life just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Uh, it's literally like the same theory or the same idea of momentum. The more that you begin to build, whether good or bad, like a snowball going up or downhill, you're going to experience more and more and more of that, and it's gonna become easier and easier. So when you start to vibrate on a certain level and you're living at cause, you're gonna start to attract more and more things into your life that you want. 
you're going to be able to create change. Meaning, I used to be a very, very bad communicator, um, like horribly. I used to be so shy. And if I were to say, you know, this is just the way that I am. This is the way that I was born. Oh, you know what? Yeah, my dad was a bad communicator as well. He was very shy. So it's in my genes. I'm giving away every single bit of power that I have. Every single possibility for change has now been given away to this idea that, you know, it is what it is. And that's a dangerous statement. If you guys have friends that say it is what it is in multiple different scenarios, that's something that you might want to start being cognizant of to follow the journey of their life and see if it's something that you actually want to be a part of or not. So when I can say things like, yeah, you know what, I'm, I, I'm a horrible communicator, but I'm working on it. Or I was a horrible communicator up until now, and now I'm starting to see changes in the way that I communicate. Your whole entire life is going to shift. So um, a lot of different concepts here, but it really just kind of explains my passion that I have for NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, uh, because anytime we get to the root of the problem, we begin to create change. Anytime I can assess if someone's at cause or effect, I can very, very clearly dictate how their life is going to turn out. If I'm on a sales call and that prospect is living out effect with everything they say, I am 100% not going to take on that client because I know that they're going to have bad results with my service too. We can give them all the strategy, all the tools, all the mindset, different shifts, but if they're still living out effect, that is something that that person has to fully want for themselves. If you're in a relationship, if you have family, they're living out effect. No matter how good of a coach, how good of a teacher you might be, how much information you might have, someone has to want to get to effect or get to cause from effect. So that's my hope is that someone listening to this podcast, if all you get from it was just that one idea at the end to ask yourself, are you living at cause or are you living at effect? And just have that simple reminder throughout the day. Anytime you go out in the world, whether you're at a restaurant and let's say that the wait time gets longer than you expected, you can say, man, this restaurant's horrible. Our whole entire um date night is going to be ruined. Now we're going to be late for the movie. Or hey, we just got 30 minutes right now to wait. Let's go find something to do instead. Let's go talk about something we've never talked about. Let's go explore a different part of this mall we've never been to before. Whatever the case might be, when you begin to take control and live at cause, your life begins to change. Have a great day, everyone. Cody's mission is to create the ripple effect because with each person he teaches to sell, that's one more life impacted in the process. Are you ready to get certified in neuro-linguistic programming to overcome every belief that's not serving you to create the new version of you that the world needs and skyrocket the revenue in your business? Check the link in the description for the next step. Thank you, and please leave us a review for some brownie points.